Welcome to the Anchor Essay Podcast hosted by Adlan Khodisho. This is a platform that allows us to share our life experiences and how God is leading us in the modern day world. Don't forget to follow and engage with us on our Instagram and Twitter at anchored_sa and catch up on the latest blogs on our website at www.anchoredsa.online. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Anchor to Say podcast. We hope you had a good week. Hi guys. We hope you're having a good week. How are you, Khudi? I'm I'm okay. Surviving. I'm I'm okay. Um it's just been quite the week. Yo, feels like Friday to me today though I wanted to end but it's still the beginning. But you know, I'm good regardless. I'm grateful. And yeah, how are you? <laughs> what are you grateful for? I'm what's grateful the one for thing, basically... What's the one thing you're grateful for? Just I'm one. just grateful. Just one. I'm mm. grateful that from my prayer list, like, um, I have a job, basically. You know, I had just mm-hmm. written down that God, um, wherever I may be, or if, if I'm still, like I am still finishing school, whether I'm going to be at home or back in, you know, uh, run, can I just please have like some sort of income? And I have that. So I'm really, really Woo-hoo. grateful. Yay. Yeah. So when are you taking us out? We can organize. Whenever. Yes, guys, just be like, yo, I'm around and listen, I'll pull up for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but how are you i am good i have a hectic a very very hectic deadline today um that i need to get through after we finish recording um mm. so yeah um I'm, I'm i think my mind is just there a bit but otherwise i'm good that, that's okay and school is everything. The Monica school is going well. Oh, it's just too busy. Uh, yeah, it's busy. I won't lie, it's busy, but I'm coping. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's coping. peak time right now. I get yeah. it. Yeah, everyone is trying to, you know. Hey, trust me. I was just thinking to myself that one time, I'm like, is this how it feels to be like an adult who works and is at school? <laughs> Like, because I get back and study, like, that's my life every day. But you're not, regardless of all these things, things will work out. And we are planting seeds, mm-hmm. and they will bring a good harvest, I believe. We are, we are. Yeah. All right, so today, um, we are going to, oh, by the way, by the way, if you have not mm-hmm. read our latest blog, please go read it. Ooh. It is on mm-hmm. our website. It is up. Um, at the website is www.anchoredsa.online. Go okay. check it out, give us feedback about what you think about the blog, and yeah, connect with us. Um, so today we're going to be talking about obedience. Hoodie, you decided that we're going to be talking about obedience. So, what about obedience are we going to be talking about today? Just basically how it's been in our lives, you know? And even if you are listening right now, maybe you can ask yourself, like, how has obedience looked like in my life? Have I been obedient to the voice of God, obviously, more than anything? 
because I was just, you know, in our in our group, in our connect group, we are currently reading through the book of Romans and um, in our last session, we were just going through just the remaining few chapters. And, you know, the person who was sharing was just talking about how if God isn't the anchor, I don't know, he's he used another word, just not anchor, but... Um, because this he is the anchor that, podcast. You know, we may as well, Pinky caught my drift, that if, if God <laughs> isn't the anchor of your life, then what is? you know, and it, it had me looking back over my life, just the past couple of weeks that I think it's so easy to let other things become an idol. Yes, I'm going to use that word. It's so mm-hmm. easy to let other things become an idol that we become idol to the voice of God, that we no longer walk in obedience. And mm. yeah, so I, I just want to know for you, in your life, past weeks, months, you know, years, what has obedience looked like to you? Like, what did it look like when you lived a life where you chose? Because I think that's the thing about obedience that sometimes we just choose not to listen to the voice of God because God does, you know, try to warn us and direct us as many times and he doesn't give up. And that's the beautiful thing. Thing, mm. Sorry. But I just want to mm. know for you, how was it? If um, there was so, a time where you had so, not. So yeah. let me give you a more recent example. Um, there's something mm-hmm. that I've been, you know, God, I think a year or two ago said to me, I man, let go of this thing, you know. Um, take a break from this thing. We will get back to it later on. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, God, yeah, let's do this, you know. I thought maybe that ah, he was just talking about like a few weeks or a few months. Um, and it's been a little over a year and a half now. And, oh. you know, even like when opportunities still come for me to, to, to get back um, to the thing that God said I should leave alone, um, mm-hmm. you know, I can still hear him saying, no, wait, no, wait, this is not the right time. And it is, I won't lie, sometimes it's very, you know, like ah oh god but like you said we'll be back you know you said we're going to come mm. back to this you said we'll circle back to this why not now um and you know i'm just learning that sometimes in my life a big part of obedience is just you know trusting god even when he doesn't give me reasons to trust him and wow. what i mean by reasons is like <laughs> i'm not saying that god hasn't given me a reason to trust him but like when he tells me to wait on things or to do things and he doesn't, you know, give me a five-page essay on why yeah. we should do that thing or why we should wait, um, I I still try to be obedient. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think for me, obedience, it's it's not it's not just about listening. It's 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 more about, you know, complying with the instructions that you've been given. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I and I, I remember in, in, in Jen when people were, were setting their resolutions and, you know, I was asking people, what's your resolution for this year? And a lot of people were like, yeah, I want to hear God's voice more. You know, I want to hear mm. God's voice. And I was like, okay, okay, I hear that. That is a very valid, you know, um, resolution to have. 
And I remember mm. in Feb, a lot of these people were starting to hear God. They were starting to hear God's voice. Um, yes. But the thing with God is that he was giving them instructions, you know, do this, mm. don't do that, <laughs> do this, don't do that. Yes. And mm. I, 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 was, I was following up with these people. Hey, have you started doing what God said you should do? And like, it was like, yeah, no, it's, you know, I've been busy and like, I've just been, you know, um, struggling with, you know, my routine or whatever and like i've been struggling to do that and mm. that's when i realized that obedience is not just about listening you know? i think i've i've realized that we have gotten so attached to just um you know hearing god's voice and like we we've fallen in love with the idea of hearing god's voice but not being obedient uh, yeah. and i've i've heard to learn to be obedient in the past two years there are so many incidents i can tell you about but you know yeah exactly and and i think that's just the thing about our relationship with god you know it's a two-way we have mentioned this before that and i think we also notice it in our own lives that it's a, it's a two-way street that there's many incidents where god is is like telling you not to do something or to do something or you know whatever it may be and i like the fact that you say obedience happens when you trust god mm. Mm. yes obedience yeah. happens when we trust god and that's that's the thing we have to learn to trust god i had to learn to trust god you know <laughs> there's this girl i know from instagram she likes making these tiktoks you know she she would just be like mimic as if like it's just her having a conversation with God and all that, and mm. you know maybe God will tell her. She she usually just shows uh the first videos I had seen it was men, maybe God is just communicating to her about a guy, or she's mm. communicating they're communicating with each other about a guy. But okay, but God he goes to church he prays you know and things like that and God will say no, and then you know what we do we really like hmm, i'm gonna see for myself you know mm, and yeah. that 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 is stuff that i had struggled with i'm, I'm usually that hmm, used to be rather <laughs> i'm usually that you know i'm a see for myself type of person so just mm. in the recent couple of weeks that that's when i realized that Pella, if we don't live in obedience like these things that we are running um we it means we doesn't we, i don't trust god number one yeah and something else can easily replace them and it becomes my idol mm, because mm. i'm no longer now seeking out what he wants for me to do but now maybe it's just my feelings or my emotions that are now becoming my adults what i want you know what i think yeah. is now becoming yeah. adult and it's replacing god you know yeah and and that's what um james 122 says right it says you know do mm. not merely do not merely listen to the word of God, but also be doers of the word. Um, mm. And I think, yeah, I think with obedience, it's it's very important to, you know, <laughs> I'll always remember um, one pastor about three years ago was talking mm. about faith and was saying that in order to, you know, have faith, you need to become a fool for God, you know, because yep. a fool doesn't question, does not question you know, where are we going? What are we going to do there? They just follow you. Mm. Um, mm. And it's the same thing with obedience where you just need to comply. 
you know, because yes, partly because you've seen God's faithfulness in your life in previous, you know, times, but also because <laughs> I, I guarantee you that, you know, listening to God does pay off, being obedient does pay off. And I think we struggle with the obedient part because the obedience part, because, you know, sometimes God's instructions don't make sense. Yes. They really don't make sense. Mm. They don't make human mm. sense. You know, God might yes. just say, um, yeah. You know, go wait, go wait at the airport, wait for someone who's coming. And they're like, God, but how am I going to even see the person? Who's this person that I'm meeting? What time should I get to the airport? What time does the flight land? Why am I waiting for them? You know, it does not make sense. Um, Exactly. Yeah. And And as you're speaking this, it just reminds me of that song, New Wine, that says, when I trust you, I don't need to understand. I even mm. remember listening to it for the first time. I'm like, yo, that's a hard statement to pray, you know? And yeah. I remember even just, just talking to someone that, you know, sometimes even when we do pray, you know, you pray, you pray, you pray. And usually always what I pray is that God let your will be done. And that, that's a really hard thing to say too. Because I mean, sometimes we just have visions for ourselves without including God. And that's the other mm. thing I noticed that when we end up in places of disobedience because when we do things okay when i let me just say i when i end up in a place of disobedience because when i do something in the first place i never involve god you know yeah and yeah. then now i i go ahead doing what you know i think i'm supposed to be doing and then I can get that conviction of God saying, sweetie, no, this is not the direction you're supposed to be taking. Why are you doing this? You know, mm, why are you still mm. being friends with these people? Why are you still going ahead with planning this very thing when I told you that you should not be doing it? And there is no fulfillment. And that's the thing about it, that there is no fulfillment eventually. Because sometimes, now that's my problem. And, and it's something that I am learning that sometimes in the end, you realize that, yeah, and of course, it's the fact that God knows what he's doing when he tells us not to do certain things, you know. And yeah. what's the use of doing certain things if there is no fulfillment in them, if there is no purpose in them, you mm. know. If God hasn't given the green light. Yeah. So it's just really important that I, I notice that, you know, just consult God first, girl. Like, I should consult God first so I don't end up in places of disobedience. What does what does consulting God look like to you? Before making a decision, mm-hmm. uh, or if I am thinking of something, I I pray to God about it. I read the Word of God. Okay, what does the Bible say about it? You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's even the best place to get our direction where we feel confused or whatever. Um, it's it's the word of God. I think that's the biggest place of direction in, in living in obedience because, I mean, mm. the Bible, the more you read the Bible, the more you know what God expects of you. So when you want to do something, you get that conviction that, no, if you do this, you'll basically be disobeying the word of God, you know? Mm. Okay. But, but what about things that are not necessarily, you know, wrong in some sense? So let's say with a job. Let's say I have a job. I was about to say, please make an example of that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's say you know, I'm getting a job and, you know, 
um, I want to pray to God about it. I want to hear what God has to say. What does, you know, where specifically would your answer come from? about a job so let's say you go to god let's give an example with your your recent job Uh, i'm sure you've Mm. prayed about it and yeah where did where did your answer where did your yes from god come from i think 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 when certain things do take place oh but i think we have to talk about distinguishing between you know if that's god or not god but uh I think usually I carry people talk about, and it's what I've experienced, the peace, you know, where there is no conflict, internal conflict of should I be doing this or should I not be doing this? And mm. seeing and seeing the, the purpose behind it. I, I see a lot of things what of what this job is teaching me. And secondly, I didn't go to it. It came to me. That's the mm-hmm. other thing. I don't know if that answers the question. I don't think so because here, yeah, do you know what mm-hmm. I'm thinking? Is you're talking about peace? Yeah. I'm thinking about relationships. You know, you know how people <laughs> like saying, yeah, and and you ask people, hey, did you guys pray about this? Did you guys pray about your relationship? And they're like, yeah, no, we mm-hmm. prayed about it. You know, and we just we just felt God's peace on this relationship. We just felt like God, you know, and the relationship came to me. He came to me. I did not go to him. You know, mm. so I'm thinking and, that like in that context, mm. whenever you hear that, it's a red flag because you're like, ah, yeah. if God didn't say yes, then you know. And I think that's where we see what the free will that God gives us. You know, it it and and that's why I was talking about the importance of just knowing the word of God and knowing that if what you're doing does align with the word of God and what it says like but now when you're talking about relationships i mean i would talk about myself half of the time i'm lying to myself i don't even want to lie i that's me i know when god is saying no and sometimes you just try to convince yourself that Mm. (laughs) i I think i think with the no it's 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 very clear when god says no he says no But Mm. but what about the times when he doesn't say yes are we just assuming because he doesn't say no that the yes? Hmm. That's actually a really good question. And I think maybe that's where the waiting period then does become come. Sorry, not become. Where you know we do with what we can with what we have there. And then we also look at what you know the Bible does say about that, those principles or you know the overall direction you could get from the bible if i'm making sense do you get me i don't know uh, if i'm no no i think you should elaborate more okay i'm just i just i'm gonna think of an example maybe my you know recent uh you know job i always tell people that you know you can't influence what you haven't covered in prayer right and mm-hmm. for me now i i just had prayed about this I wrote it down, you know, the first homework per se that you gave us in the beginning of the year when you said um, we should just um, ask God for whatever it is like that we we would just want him to work in our lives or, you know, to just do, if I put it that way. 
Yeah. yeah. So I then then had that as a prayer list, and then I just prayed of it, you know, twice, three times a week. And when um for the decision making process, I haven't remember reading something, and maybe it's not necessarily for this specific part, but even when making decisions, where they're like, but is it me being obedient to the word of God? or not mm. so um it, the question is okay did you pray about it yes then the second question is are you did you talk to god about it then yes the prayer part uh, other part is that what is about it obviously and then i remember reading the other part it was saying that how will it look like to the church or how would it make Christians look like do you understand me mm, mm. Yeah. and and I will say maybe because some decisions just you are it's just all about different convictions as well you know like I had recently gotten <laughs> a nose piercing you get what I mean like certain decisions um Oh yeah, and I will pose this question. Is it, oh, Marita, it's quite the question. You correct me if I'm not, you know, but yeah, I'll pose this question that when walking in obedience, is it in every small, small, like as small as like, you know, to be obedient to the word of God, like maybe with me, um, you know, dyeing my hair every month or something like that, like, how important does like obedience look like to you like is it in do you go to god to ask for confirmation in the biggest of things also even to the littlest of things if i'm making sense because now as i'm I'm talking about this that indecision making progresses when we are not sure if god has said yes or no you know while we are waiting do we then you know wait and just do what we feel like is right for us then or because I feel like sometimes we just even go out of we you know what we are supposed to do because we are anxious in our waiting period but yeah I just want to know for you like is it always with the biggest decisions of your life that you will wait on God for that yes or no or even with the smallest of things I think I think I'm getting to a point where you know the little things count for me you know Mm. um and even with the little things i'm learning to to then listen to the holy spirit and i think it's because i've seen that for me the little things are not so little you know um the the type of haircut that i get it's it's not Mm. that simple for me and it's because then it questions Mm. um you know why I want to get that haircut is it because of an image thing is it because I'm trying to get someone to see me you know and Mm -hmm. I allow myself and the Holy Spirit to ask me those questions and I don't think that you know I I don't think that the Holy Spirit asked me this these questions just to you know interrogate me but I think it's also because I am learning that everything has a purpose I'm learning to live so much in you know um a part of a season of my life where you know I'm doing things because they serve me a purpose if they don't then I won't do them 
you know and yes and 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 a big part of that is then asking the holy spirit about you know even the little things um the holy spirit do i go see this friend this weekend do i go to this thing um do i put on this jacket because you know why am i putting it on am i trying to be seen am i trying to you know, I'm actually trying to be warm. And I think it's because for me, I've lived a big part of my life. And I think we're also, you know, comfortable with it where, you know, you're doing things, you know, without per se the right intentions, you know. And oh. I think we've gotten comfortable with doing things um, that serve us, um, and we're able to get away with it because it's just in our thoughts, you know. No one will know that I'm getting this haircut because I want a certain girl to see me, you know. So it's fine, I'll do it. And I don't really even like that haircut, but I just want this person to see me. But you you get away with it because it's all in your thoughts, you know. No one on your Instagram knows that you got that haircut because you want that person to notice you. No one knows that you posted that picture because you wanted attention from a specific person you know um and a big part of my life now is learning to move away from that learning to move away from you know doing things um that serve me um and you know moving away from the mentality that yeah no i can do this because it serves me um and i can get away with it because it's just in my thoughts you know um and i think for me it's it's a lot of things it's a lot of things that i've done that way where i used to do things because you know my intentions were not necessarily pure or not righteous intentions, if I can put it that way. Um, mm. Even with, with small things, you know, um, the, the shoes that I wear, you know, um, the, the gym that I wear today, it, it, I, I would probably do it because, yeah, no, I want, you know, this and this to happen. I want this and this to happen. And Growing closer to the Holy Spirit then makes me question those things, makes me have a second thought. Are you really doing that because, you know, for instance, with a jacket, are you really wearing that jacket because it's cold or because you want to be seen? If it's cold, then sure, wear it. If it's not, then take it off. Um, and I think yeah. but then it, it gets to a point where literally every single thing you do is because you've consulted God. And I think I want to get to that point where everything, every single thing in my life gets to that place where, you know, even the parking spot that I pick is because God has said, yeah, choose a spot. And it might not even be because, you know, um, a bag of a hundred million rands is going to fall onto my car while I'm parked there. But just because I want God to be in full control of my life. And I wanted to get to a point where, you know, if, in maybe 10, 15 years, I'm at a point where, you know, I'm starting to lose, you know, or my relationship with God is starting to fail. I can easily identify that, no man, something is wrong. You know, I can easily have red flags that show me that, ha, huh, today you didn't have, you didn't get the Holy Spirit to pick your parking spot for you. Something is wrong. Are you spending time with God? Maybe you should go back to that, you know? Um, because I think, if you are living a life where, you know, God is just dictating the big parts of your life, for instance, the job that you, you, you have, um, or the house that you buy, then I think that it, it, it then becomes easy to just go on autopilot, 
it, it then just becomes easy to, you know, live your own life, doing your own thing. Because, you know, these decisions are not, you don't make such decisions every single day. You know, you make them every six months, every year or two. Um, but then who dictates your life in, in the day-to-day? Who dictates your life in, in, the, in, in the weeks where, you know, you don't have big decisions to make? Yeah. I don't know if that and makes I sense. It does. And I think that even now, even answers to your question that you're asking about that, if we are at a point of waiting, where we're waiting for a yes or a no, then what do we do? Mm. Are we still living in intentionality in that moment? Are we still living intentionally? And are we even still obeying what God is expecting of us to do then? Because sometimes we will feel like what is God, what God is telling me now is seems to be redirecting me from where I want to go. You know, we had mm. mentioned this a little bit, and I think I'm gonna talk about it a number of episodes because that's why I noticed just the intentionality of doing what you can with what you have on each day. Mm. I think mm. and that's the best way of you know living for God and living in obedience of what He tells us, just to trust Him. Knowing yeah. to involve them, like you say, in every small thing. Because mm. like the Bible does tell us that, you know, if you are good with the little, that you are going to be able to even handle greater things. So mm. if you mm. are on the word to even ask you questions like, okay, maybe you're just putting this on because you're feeling insecure. Or you just want to impress somebody. So why are you, who are you living for? You know? mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that being said, okay, you, you can wrap it up. <laughs> oh, no. I was just saying, yeah, I think we need to talk about it more in, in the coming episode. Oh, definitely. But yeah. yeah, for now, that's it. And thank you guys so much for joining. You can let us know how you have lived in obedience and what you had been. Had you been in a period where you were living in disobedience and and how you got out of that or what it is that God had, you know, used or how you opened your eyes to realizing that I've basically been making something else my God, you know. And But then without further ado, we hope you guys have a great day, great week, great night, wherever you are, where you're listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.